What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of My Hero Academia in Review. As always, my name is Andrew, and I'm a one person. I'm only one person of the Friends Don't Lie podcast. And uh, Friends Don't Lie podcast is a in review podcast, and we have, man, we have reviewed and discussed many things. Uh, we started with Stranger Things, and now uh, we are at the Avatar: The Last Airbender. And I decided to take a leap of faith. Um, again, my name is Andrew, and to uh, to start my own kind of solo podcast. And I know that's kind of different. It has been very different uh, for me, and kind of a challenge. And it still is a challenge. I still have a long way to go. But I will say it is so encouraging. Again, like I said last week, to see the downloads and to see. Uh, people downloading this these episodes and also just the continued support for our podcast in general and just what a great and fun time we have and so if you're new please check out the rest of this review in review of my hero but also avatar and anything else that we have recorded because you will enjoy it all i promise uh and so something i do at the beginning of each podcast of of this podcast is kind of talk about what I've been reading or what I've been playing or watching or anything like that. Uh, and for this week, I wanted to just quickly give a shout out to um, Fire Force. And I might have said I started that uh, a couple of weeks ago, but I've actually just now currently caught up. No, no shame in spending the money. No shame at all. Uh, and uh, for people who buy mangas and comics know that it can be a little expensive, but if it's something, a story just grabs you, you just got to. You just got to grab it. And you just got to read it. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, and Fire Force is really, really good. It has some similarities to My Hero. Uh, but it is still very, very different about Shinra and his story. Uh, like how he is kind of like Midori in a way. How he wants to be a hero. He wants to be someone that people can rely on. But he has like a past. Uh, and not something that he's done wrong. But what's kind of happened to him with his family and and how the story of his company, Company 8 is what they're called, and how they're trying to take down um, this villain called the Evangelist. And um, really good kind of politics within the show as well in the manga of like different fire force and how the, the church and how they worship the, it's called, they call it the sun god. Um, and just how all these things, politics kind of play out. And <clears throat> the action is great. The characters are great. Arthur is really funny. who kind of reminds me a little bit of Bakugo, but not in, not the same, but they have like a similar rivalry, if you will. Uh, and uh, But just really, really great. Highly recommend that as well. Uh, if you're looking for something that is not My Hero, but you enjoy the vibe of My Hero, but you want something a little different, um, and, and it's a little more serious. It has some comedic moments, but it's a little more serious than my hero i highly recommend fire force it is also a little more mature as well uh and uh, so just be aware when you download that um and i mentioned last week as well that i started paper mario well i haven't been able to do as much because those who listen to the podcast uh the normal i was not be able to be on the episode this past week because i was actually at camp i'm um, serving with a camp um, but I was able to play a little when I got back, and it's still really, really good. Um, I would give it, if I had to rate the game so far, I know that's not completely fair because I haven't finished it, but I would probably give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, it, is, it is a good game. If you are someone who, you know, maybe you've played the mess, I'm speaking from my, from my own experience as well, but maybe there are people like me that you play just the mess out of, uh, Animal Crossing and you've done everything or you've kind of done all that you've wanted to do in Animal Crossing, uh, I highly recommend Paper Mario. 
And, and also, another reason why I recommend it is because Nintendo has not said anything else about their 2020 release date. So this could be the only game that, as, as of right now, that could be the last game for 2020 that uh, Nintendo could be putting out. Uh, so I don't believe that to be true, but I hope it's not true. But we will see, because Nintendo kind of does their own thing. But uh, the puzzles are great. The battle system is great. You have to line them up in a certain way, and you have to do it right. And if you do it right the first time, you get a power-up. And there's like these rings, and you move the enemies, and you have to line them up in a straight line or in a, a, in a, a series of four. Um, and uh, that kind of helps you... Uh, be able to attack them instead of just like a, it's kind of a puzzle based combat uh, there's some times where I uh, mess it up and I don't know uh, it's hard for me to figure out if when I mess it up is it a user error or do they just intentionally making it in a way of like there's no way you're going to be able to line this up the first time uh, you actually have to get hit um, and I don't know, maybe there is a way you can line up every single time in a perfect straight line or in a group of four in every battle if you do it right. But for some reason it comes across, and I could be wrong because maybe, you know, I'm just not that smart, which is probably true. Uh, actually, I know it's true and I just mess it up. Uh, so I don't know, but I really, really enjoy that combat. It's RPG light and you're able to walk around and do different things. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Secondly, uh, I didn't talk about this, but I was excited to play was Ghost of Tsushima. And man, guys, I can be pleased to report to y'all that Ghost of Tsushima is amazing. It is so, so good. It's one of the most beautiful open world games I've ever, ever played. And if you are someone who loves open world games, you love great stories, you love action, you have to play this game. This game is incredible. Um, I'm loving I'm still in Act 1, and I've probably just spent my, almost my entire time searching and uncovering things and going to different parts of the island and doing different things and that's how you know you've come across a really really good open world game excuse me when you don't want to do the main missions you want to do all the side missions you want to go uncover this you want to go do things you want to go climb that mountain you want to ride up there and see what it is and the combat's fun uh, it's definitely samurai combat and people will overwhelm you all at once and so you have to be able to parry and do things right and be able to get it right and so it's such cool ideas for this game uh, and uh, so I give that if you you know if you have 60 bucks and you have PS4 and switch and you just want to pick one if you pick one what is gonna give me the most bang for my buck what can I be playing for a long time um, then I would definitely pick ghost for sure for PS4. But if you have you only have a Switch and you're looking for a new game, highly recommend Paper Mario as well. So I hope you enjoyed those recommendations, those things. And, uh, man, I would also love to hear what have y'all been reading? What have y'all been watching? What have y'all been uh, playing? Is there any video games or just and maybe it's anything? I would love to hear y'all's um, inter- your reactions to that and your thoughts about that. And so if you, if you deem... DM us at, at FTL Podcast. Uh, we would, I would love to uh, be able to read uh, your thoughts and things about my hero, about anything, um, <clears throat> about uh, just whatever you're consuming and, and getting what's getting you through in a way this quarantine time as well. So now that we've done that, let's jump into the episode today. We're talking about season one, episode five. What can I do for now? 
<clears throat> so we see the beginning of the episode, the teacher discussing everything that has happened. Remember, there was the uh, practical exam, and uh, they show Bakugo who had a ton of villain points, so he destroyed a bunch of robots, but he had zero rescue points. Then they show Midori, who had a, he had a ton of rescue points. He had probably the max rescue points for what he did and how he saved Oshako and... Um, and, but he had z zero villain points because that big robot was worth zero. Uh, then they do the intro title song, and let's and let me say it again: the intro title song is so so good. Uh, and uh, we get the night that Midori got his letter or his hologram, if you will, and he went to go see All Might. Uh, and of course, he was too loud, and people thought he was near him. And so Midori is just so excited with everything that's happening, and he said he couldn't have done it without his help. Um, and All Might didn't pull, uh, but what's really, really cool is All Might says to him that he didn't pull any punches. He earned it all himself. And All Might was already planning to, uh, also to be a teacher. So we get these really kind of cool things that, one, All Might didn't help Midori at all. He earned it all. And All Might was already planning to give it, planning to become a teacher. So what that means is that he was planning to be, uh, go there in the fall and to find somebody to pass his quirk off to, but when he met Midori, it changed everything. Um, but one thing we know is that Midori's quirk at this time, the um, one for all, is basically one and done. That he can only use it once because of the the amount of power that it has, that he has to be able to uh, control that well and to train and to become better and all those different things. But because of that, because of um, just how powerful his quirk is that one day he will even outshine All Might. And you're like, is that even possible? But we will see. Uh, the next day, Midori is getting ready for school. He has those first day of high school. Maybe you can relate to this too, of like stepping into high school for the very first time or stepping into middle school for the very first time or whatever it is, college, uh, that he is, he is getting ready. And his mom says goodbye to him and says she's proud of him. It's such a good moment. Uh, and he shows up to class 1A and he musters up the courage and walks in. And, uh, and <laughs> what made me laugh when I was watching this is this made me think of a time I remember when I was in college uh, and I remember my first day of college. And Midori wasn't quite like this, but uh, there's the nerves of that. But I remember being very, very kind of like cocky, if you will. I was like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to dominate college. I'm going to dominate this first day. I'm going to dominate the school year. You know, I just like had all these thoughts in my head. And I, and I remember I show up to class, and then the teacher got up, and uh, she said uh, what, and I don't know how I did this, but I did. She said what uh, what class number it is and what the class topic is. And I quickly realized when I looked at my schedule after she said that, I was like, wait a second. This is not my class. This is not my classroom at all for my first uh, period or whatever. And uh, I remember she went around and everyone said their name. And then I said, my name is Andrew. And she's like, your name's not on the roll. And then I had to come clean. I was like, well, it's because I'm not in this class and I messed up. And so after that, everyone turned around and looked at me and I was like, I'm the biggest loser of all time. And I still am. Uh, but I know that that moment where he stepped in and he and then because someone says, Edith says, there he is. And everyone's looking at him and Midori is like, oh, my gosh, like I can't believe this is happening. Everyone's looking at me. But then we see Ochako who shows up and, of course, Midori gets all flustered because you know, he really, really likes her, or he's talking to a girl, or whatever, and it's such a funny moment as well. But then we see a flashback, 
of Midoriya and, and uh, Bakugo, how they're being they're one, the first two students to ever go into UA from this middle school. And uh, we see outside Bakugo turns on Midoriya and says he's a joke. That, and then Midoriya stops him. He gra- I, lo- I love it when he grabs his hand and says, "You, there's nothing you can do to stop me. And, uh, and so it's such a great reminder to us that um, if you have a dream, if you have something you're going after, just like Midori's like, you know, don't let people stop you. Don't let what other people think about you stop you. I think a lot of times we get held back in life in general just because of what people think or like what does that person think? And then you realize that that person didn't think that way about you at all or that group of people. I can think of people in high school of like, well, they just don't like me. They just, they just... I can tell they don't like me. I've never once said anything to them. It's just because of my mind and the way that I think about people and the way that my personality was is that, and ultimately insecurity, and uh, that it kept me from maybe being more outgoing or for, for making more friends or whatever. But I wish I would have had a moment like that to myself of like, you know, shaking myself of saying like, man, don't let that stop you, that type of thing. And, and uh, so it's such a, just a good reminder of that. Uh, but back to present day, we see a person in a sleeping bag and he looks worn out. And we know, if you know the show, his name is Eraser. And he says, put on the, basically he says, put on these uniforms and go outside. And he wants them to take a physical exam right away. They're actually supposed to go to opening ceremonies, but he says, nope, we're going to do a physical exam. And uh, so he takes a weighted ball, and Bakugo, of course, throws it 705 meters. Um, then Eraser turns to them and says, you have eight physical tests uh, that you're going to do today. And whoever gets last is going to get expelled. And, uh, of course, people say, well, that isn't fair. But I like how he, he responds. He says, nothing in life is fair. The job of a hero is to navigate the unfairness. They have three years to be become the best and so it's time to go plus ultra and that is true uh if they're going to be pro heroes if they're going to make it that you know welcome to life that's unfair and then also for us in real life life is not fair uh we see in 2020 that things have only become more unfair as the years as the months have gone on and we don't really know what life is going to look like or what the rest of this year is going to look like and uh and so but we have to find a way to navigate that you have to find a way to really kind of still enjoy life and to get through life uh so i just thought that was a good reminder of that as well then of course the first test starts it's 50 meter dash and we see the you know classmates doing their best we see ida we see uh oh man I i forgot to write his name down but the you know the guy who can shoot a laser beam out of his belly button and we see all these different people um, and then, of course, they show Bakugo and Midoriya face off, and Bakugo uses his explosion quirk to help him get there faster, and Midoriya just runs normal and has, like, a very, I guess, average 50-meter uh, dash time of, like, seven seconds, and so Midoriya's already falling behind. You know, he has his dream. He's gotten everything that he wanted at this point to be in the school, but he's already thinking in his mind. He's like, man, like, is this going to fade? Am I going to fail and be expelled the first day? Uh, because he has a ton of power, but he can only use it once. It's all or nothing. Uh, and then we see more of that, right? Because of the flashback. He says, I might ask him, like, what is it like to use this power for the first time? He wanted to explain it. Midori says, it's like an egg in the microwave. And I remember when I watched this, I was like, what does that even mean? But the more you think about it, it kind of makes sense. Because, you know, if, if you think of the inside of an egg or the egg in general, if it's in a microwave... If, if it's too much, if it's in there for too long, it's going to just explode. Uh, and it's the same way with this quirk. When all that power is, is raging up inside of him when he's using it, uh, but if he doesn't have control over it, he's going to go too far. 
and uh, is he's going to explode. <laughs> and so he has to keep it under control. He has to be, train his body to better control his quirk. Then they show the second test, and we see a grip strength, and uh, we see the guy with eight arms, and we're, which we're going to see more of, and he has like a 500-something power grip strength, something crazy. And then they do a long jump, and of course everyone's doing good in the long jump, but Midoriya. Um, and then now we're at the test number five, and they kind of stop here, and there's three more tests after that. But but the main thing of these tests that we need to know is that that everyone has done good at something. Like someone maybe not be the best at all eight tests, but when something happens that's more in their alley, they can use their quirk. They've all done good. And a great another example is Achako. Like she. Uh, she uses her quirk, the the weightless quirk that she has, and she throws the ball, and she basically just throws it for infinity. It just keeps going. Um, everyone has done well at something. Now it's Midoriya's turn, and he knows he needs to do well. Like this is something. It's a power strength. His his quirk is power based. This is his moment to shine, and uh, we see him uh, get ready, and he's powering up with his arms, and then we get to see Eraser uses Quirk for the very first time, and we find out that he has the ability to erase Quirks for as long as he can stare at them. And uh, But I wrote this down, what he said, and kind of goes back to just how um, really we should face, again, face life and face our dreams and the things that go along with it. It says, Racer said to Midori, said, you're not ready for the school. You have a you have a reckless passion and amazing drive, which reminds me of somebody else. And he's talking about all mine. But if you can only throw one punch before breaking yourself, you can't see. He said, sorry, kid. You can't become a hero. And so Midoriya only has one shot. He knows he has one shot to get this right. Um, and, uh, man, think of that. Like, that moment, he could have been crushed. He said, you know what? I don't have it. I, I am going to get uh, expelled. I'm not going to make it. And uh, But he said he focuses on what he can do, which is the title of the episode. And he decides, instead of putting his quirk throughout his whole body and throwing his arm out and destroying his arm that he would put, he would throw as hard as he can. And at, at the impact or the very, very edge of his throw, as the ball is about to release, he put um, one for all in the edge of his fingertip. And just in that fingertip, that power that was behind that was able for it to sail 700 something meters. And so once again, Midoriya is defying all expectations. He is taking no matter what people says, no what, no matter what is happening, that he know he, he has been given this quirk. He knows he has to work hard and he is going to go plus ultra because of that. And I think that's such a reminder to us that we have something that we're passionate about, that we should go above and beyond. And it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what people do that you Pursue the dream that you want to pursue, and don't worry about what other people think. And basically, when he gets done throwing, he has such awesome. It gave me chills again. He says, "See, you know, see, eraser. Like I am still standing." And it's just like, dang, like just so so good of Midori and how he defies all expectations. And so, and then that's the end of the episode. So yeah, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this uh, this kind of in review episode of season one episode five and what did you think of the episode i would love to hear all of that and please dm at uh dm us at at, at fdl podcast or you can find me andrew lewis on twitter uh and i would love to hear your thoughts now i hope that uh you again enjoy this episode and you will keep on subscribing and, and viewing and keep on loving all things my so until next week i will see you guys then bye